Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. Today's episode, The Four Windows, is going to be one that's going to cut you to the bone because I'm guaranteeing that most of you are not exploring the depths of possibility in your own level of personal growth. But before we do, I want to tell a funny story from my friend, John Apino. Here we go. So John Apino is in the Total Life Freedom Mastermind with me. He runs an awesome company called Contract Diagnostics out of Kansas City, Missouri. Now, he helps these docs out of school with contracts on their first job in the field. So John, he is a reader, but not a big reader. He does a lot of audio things and podcasts, so he's a lifetime learner for sure. But something he said on a recent call was so funny, I wanted to share it. And it's not long, it's just a one-liner, but I wanted to share it. And the conversation, the topic was about personal growth. And we were talking about books and what books you read, what books you don't read, and how much they're helping you. And here's what John said. He says, you know what? I have a rule of thumb about reading books. We're like, oh, oh, cool, John. I mean, you got a very successful business. What's your rule of thumb? He says, well, if the book is bigger than my thumb, I don't read it. Well, now you know John's rule of thumb for reading. Let's dive into this episode, The Four Windows. And let's start off with this question. Do you know why books, mentors, and being curious are so vital to your future? The answer should be obvious, right? To grow? Yes, exactly, to grow. Now back to what John Apino said about his rule of thumb. Now obviously that was a joke. Now maybe he does really do that. He gets a book out and, oh, it's bigger than my thumb by about 10 pages, so I'm either going to not read those 10 pages or skip the whole book. I'm not really sure. I mean, it was a joke, but what it does, it exposes a truth. People don't like reading books. And you know why? Because they were forced to in school all throughout their life. And then they have to take tests, reading comprehension and vocabulary and all this stuff. They don't want to have to read because the books that they were forced to read suck. I know because I was a terrible reader. My SAT for verbal was a 200 in high school. Yes, 200. I was forced to read books I could not stand in high school. And then I went to college and studied engineering. So now those books were of my choice, but they were textbooks and they were long. And one page could take an hour to digest because I had so much information on it. When I left school, I was exactly where John Apino was with the rule of thumb. I didn't want to read any stinking books ever again. But then I started my first side business as an Amway independent business owner. And I was encouraged to start reading personal growth books. And my mentors in Amway were teaching me things that I had never heard before. And this particular quote really caught my attention. You will be in five years based on the books you read and the people you associate with. Oh, 
also it's the books I read and the people that I hang out with that makes a lot of sense. When I was studying engineering books, I got better at engineering. What if I studied books that made me better at talking to people, better at doing business, better at things I need to get better at, better at relationships, be a better husband, better at being a father one day? It really intrigued me. And then it all connected when a legend in the Amway business, his name is John Crow, he taught the four windows in an audio CD that I was listening to as I drove to work one morning. And it was so good, I could not get out of my car, sitting in the General Electric parking lot listening to this CD. I was so enamored with the concepts John was presenting. And this knowledge of the four windows has served me so well for well over a decade. Quite frankly, it's pushing two decades since I learned this. And I really hope that this message of the four windows hits the nail on the head for you. Here's a word of warning. Like I already said, this episode will cut you open and it will expose some truths about you that you probably will not like. So buckle up and come on this ride with me of the four windows. First, I want you to imagine a window with cross lattices, meaning that one single window, but it's broken up into four panes. But let's, for the sake of this description, call each of those panes an individual window. So you know there's an upper left, an upper right, a bottom left, and a bottom right. There's four of them. Do you know that each one represents a different viewpoint on you and your ability to personally grow? Let's look at each one now. The top left window represents the things that you know about you that everyone else also knows. So typically this window contains things like your physical appearance, your outward habits. For example, me, I've got brown eyes, brown hair, straight teeth, hopefully. You can tell that I'm about five foot ten. You can see that I like to wear sweatpants. (laughs) You know that I have a cleaning company, that I've got a Honda Pilot. These are all things that I know about me that other people know about me. In this window, we do not learn too much, but most of us tend to operate most of our lives in this window. Nothing ever changes and no growth occurs because they're in the place that they already know And other people already know about them, so there's nothing they can do to grow that. Nothing is stretching them, pulling them to become better. That first window, that upper left, represents the status quo. The top right window represents the things that you know about you that no one else knows. This can be your dreams and aspirations. And it can also be your internal struggles, your addictions, the double talk that comes out of your mouth, your hypocrisy. Hey, since no one else knows what's going on in your head, they can't help you. Therefore, if you remain in this second window, you will continue to do the same things over and over and over again, and you'll get the same results over and over and over again. 
This is what Einstein calls insanity. You see, in the first window, it's status quo. You have no incentive to change, and you will continue to be the same person you were. In the second window, it's a little bit different. You know your inner struggles, and you know your inner dreams. So you probably do want to change them. No one else knows what's going on because they can't read your mind. I remember being in this second window early on as a new entrepreneur. There were things that I was not yet vulnerable enough to share with other people, but I knew that I needed help. I mean, I can share right now that I was struggling at that point big time with an addiction to pornography. Now, thank God that I've been freed from that over seven years ago. But that held me back so much in my relationship with my wife. And because I wasn't vulnerable with other people, I could not get help from other people. Now, I knew that I had the problem, so if I wanted to grow, and I did, I wanted to change, I could seek out books or messages. Now, there wasn't podcasts back then, but I could find different audio lessons to teach me how to become better, how to break that curse. But I could not talk to someone that had already achieved freedom from the same addiction. This is just an example. What about on the other side? I had dreams and aspirations, but I didn't tell anybody. And so my best judgment of growing and hitting my goals, well, I guess I'll just pick up some books about goals. I don't know which ones to do. I don't know which ones that are the best. I haven't asked anyone. I haven't told anyone my goals. You see, I was less than vulnerable. I was prideful because I was not willing to talk to people and I was not willing to ask questions. I was not curious. So my level of personal growth was started here. I did make the decision to start reading books to grow in the areas I was weak and also to get stronger in the areas that I was already strong but I was kind of shooting or stabbing at fish in a barrel because you don't really know if what I'm doing for personal growth is really going to work. This was, however, the first step to becoming a lifetime learner for me. The bottom left window represents the things that others know about you that you do not know. This is called your blind spot. Oh, I love this one. It's called your blind spot because you don't see it. Think of driving on the freeway, right? You're driving along, you look to your right, you look to your left, you can change lanes, but there is a car in your blind spot. You don't see it, you turn into that lane and you crash. You cause an accident, damage to your car, damage to the other, could be damage to multiple cars. Hopefully, there's no one injured, although there have been people that have been killed. So you just pray that this poor decision by ignoring your blind spot was not fatal. Could you prevent yourself from hitting that car? Yes. How? Well, you've got to know the car's there. You've got to know what your blind spots are. That's what a coach or mentor does for you. They see things that you don't see. They recognize these blind spots through their collective experience and possibly what they have done in their own personal growth and learned from other people's experience. You know that other people's experience is called wisdom. And so they know what you're about to crash into before you do. So here's the question. Will you be like I was and like probably many of you are right now, 
in the second window, not willing to ask for help. You know some of the things you need help with, but you're not willing to ask. Will you be like that? Or will you ask for the help? Will you submit your ego and your pride? Will you humble yourself in the submission? Will you become genuinely curious of the answer to this really difficult question? What am I not seeing that I should be? Asking this question is only part one because the second part to complete this process is to be willing to accept the answer and make the changes so that the things others see in you that you cannot see become the things that you see also. This humility and action moves you from that second window to the third window and all the blind spots start becoming clear because of this curiosity, humility, and ability to ask someone that you respect for the help. This is called mentorship. You must be willing to be mentored. It is critical to your growth. Now, this also opens the door for you to read books and attend workshops on topics that were blind spots. How cool is this? So that you can grow in your blind spots. Can you see the exponentiality of your personal growth? In window one, nothing's happening. No growth is happening. In window two, some growth is happening if you are motivated to change, but you can only grow in the things that you know you have issues with, and they might not be the right tools for the particular challenge. In window three, you will get specific mentorship, coaching, books, workshops to help you not only in the things that you know about because you have a realm of experience and wisdom from others, but you also get the help in the things that you don't know about, your blind spots. Does that make some sense? So let me give you an example. I have a friend in our industry. He never asks for help. He knows what he needs to do all the time, or he's just too prideful or ashamed to ask me. No worries. That is totally up to him. See, the four windows isn't for the mentor to force. The mentee must decide which window they would like to operate in. Okay? And this particular gentleman is not ready to operate in the third window. He is securely in window number two. And here's what that does for him. He has been making the same mistake over and over again. It could have been prevented. I submitted myself to my coaches and my mentors, and I asked them to hold me accountable early on because I realized that I need to be better for my family. And so here's what I would say to my mentors, to my coaches. I would say, coaches, I give you full permission to tell me my blind spots. I don't care how much it hurts. This, the future of my family depends on you. I respect you. I, it depends on you telling me where my blind spots are. I want to get better. I know it's probably going to hurt, but I want you to tell me, please. That is humility. That is curiosity. And that is how you grow in the third window. 
It's a very difficult thing to do, I know. It requires submission to another human being that you respect. You must become humble and curious. Question is, will you make this change? If you would like to make this change and you don't have a mentor in this area and you would like help in your solo cleaning business, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I do have an elite membership inside of the Solo Cleaning School, and I've linked that in the show notes. See, I have walked this path in solo cleaning for 15 years. I have a system of optimizing a solo cleaning business that can create time and money freedom, not at a seven-figure level for sure, but you can make close to six figures and have an incredible amount of time while running a cleaning business without employees. That frees up a lot of other time to do the things you want. Can every solo cleaner just stumble upon this? No, I'm a former engineer with a 15-year track record and a system called the ISO model. I teach and I train this inside of this elite membership. So if this third window interests you, I encourage you, go check out the website that's linked here in the show notes. Okay, let's do the final window, and really it's my favorite one. The bottom right window represents the things that others do not know about you that you do not know about you. What? Doesn't make any sense. You see, this window is a spiritual window, or it's what's called the great unknown, or the hidden part of the iceberg. Do you know that when you look at an iceberg, 90 plus percent of the mass of the ice is underwater. You cannot see it. You can only see the tip. This fourth window is what could be uncovered under the water. It's also called the super seed. Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls this tapping into the infinite intelligence. It is a real thing. Now, in my realm, I am a Christian, and I look at the fourth window like this. These are the things that only God knows about me. I choose to participate in this area of growth by humbling myself before God, allowing him to become my mentor. He does this through his word, the Bible. He does this through Christian brothers and sisters that I respect. He does this through teaching of gifted Christian teachers. He does this in so many ways. He reveals knowledge through his Holy Spirit to me. Now, if you're not a Christian, don't worry about it. This is my part of the story and what the fourth window is to me. But here's what I do. I hear these messages through the Holy Spirit, and then it's up to me whether I choose to act in obedience and make the changes. And oh my goodness, if more people would just operate in this window. You want to talk about supersede? It's incredible. And so if you just look at these windows, the top two are kind of you navigating life on your own. The bottom two windows is you submitting to mentors. And in the case of the fourth window, depending on what your faith is, if you're a Christian, you're submitting to God as another mentor or as your major mentor. If you're not a Christian, you subscribe to Napoleon Hill, Infinite Intelligence. That's fine. To me, that's God. And if you have another way of looking at it, there is still a ton of things that no one knows about you that when you uncover them, stumble upon them, call it coincidence or luck, 
When you find out these things, oh my goodness, can they help you grow. So does this make some sense to you, these four windows, as you take a step back and look at that window with the lattices and the four panes? The knowledge of these four windows, they changed my life. And I know that it's probably cut you to the bone, maybe to the core, as you realize that, oh my gosh, Ken, you just crushed me. I'm a first window guy. I'm a second window gal. Others are like, oh my goodness, I'm operating in Windows 3 and 4. I'm going to be huge. I'm going to have a great business, a great family. Yes, exactly. Operating in Windows 3 and 4 will give you a wonderful life. Okay, just like the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, operating Windows 3 and 4. I hope this episode has made a profound difference for you. I really do. Take advantage of it, study it, and listen to others. Find your blind spots. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>